Hello, everybody, and welcome to Star Talk, a podcast presented by the Aniston Star. I'm Philip Tudor, a columnist here at the Star, and I will be joined today by Taj Jones, the Aniston High School valedictorian for the class of 2020. Taj and his classmates are enduring a sea change with their senior years because of the global pandemic caused by the COVID-19 outbreak. And we'll spend much of today's episode discussing the coronavirus's effect on high school students this spring, as well as several other topics related to Aniston and its public school students. Here's our interview. Taj, uh, thanks for joining us today on our podcast. It's great to have uh, the valedictorian at Aniston High School on board. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. I have to ask, you know, these are some crazy times. Uh, you and your family and your friends, are you guys doing okay during the pandemic? Oh, uh, yes, sir. We're at home just trying to stay safe because it's just the most important thing right now. I'm assuming, Taj, that this is not how you expected your senior year to end with a pandemic and stuck at home. Yes, that's most definitely not what I expected. I was just in school, and then it's like we just got our senior year stripped away in the blink of an eye. Yeah. So it's very fortunate. The transition to online classes, has it been difficult? It really hasn't been difficult because our school, as everybody knows, we're already a one-to-one school with Chromebooks and everything. Right. And we have resources like uh, Google Classroom where our teachers can communicate with us. So all the do, all we have to do is do what the teachers put on Google Classroom. So it hasn't been that difficult. So what classes are you taking this semester? I have AP Government, AP Computer Science. Uh, I have Anatomy and who was that? I can barely remember. <laughs> and you're doing all those online, right? Oh, uh, yes, sir. Are you able to keep up with your friends? I mean, I know everybody has cell phones and Snapchat and everything else, but it's still difficult and different, I guess, for you and all the the other seniors at school that you're friends with. I, um, I keep up with my friends very regularly because we all just get on video games and play together. So we've been doing that forever, so it's not that much of a difference. Someone has told me that you are planning to go to UAB after graduation. Is that right? That is where I wanted to go. However, I have changed my mind and I will no longer be going to UAB. Okay, so where what what are your plans? So we're gonna have Anderson High School is actually gonna have like a virtual signing day for our seniors in a few days or a few weeks. So I'll just wait to announce it then. Okay. But I will tell you that I'm hopefully right now I'm thinking about majoring in biology on the pre medicine track. Okay. Sports medicine physician, and I don't know if I want to do surgery or not, but that's what I'm thinking about right now. Why, uh, why sports medicine? Why, why do you have an interest in that? Well, I've been an athlete all my life, really, and I've been playing basketball for Anderson since seventh grade. I came up through the middle school, and now I've been playing for high school for the last four years. And then I had an injury in ninth grade where I broke my tibular tuberosity bone. Hmm. So I had to go through, like, surgery and rehab and all those things. And it was interesting to learn how the body recuperates itself and I've always liked science, so the anatomy of the human body, that's just an interesting thing to me. And then if I could couple it with something that I love playing, such as sports, then I feel like I could help a lot of people. Yeah, and you could you make a lot of money, too. That's uh, You make a lot more money than you will writing for a newspaper. I can promise you that. <laughs> that's right. Taj, I can't, you know, I can't stop thinking about how difficult and unfair this pandemic has been for the seniors all over this country. I mean, the class of 2020 is... I, I feel for you guys. I mean, I remember my senior year. It was a long time ago, but I remember it. You know, I remember the good stuff about it. I remember the, what I think was the bad stuff about it. I remember my prom and my graduation and those last few weeks of class and how excited everybody was to, you know, it's over with. I don't have to go to high school anymore. And you guys, your memories are going to be different 
How do you keep from being mad about this? Well, yeah, that's something that you look forward to your whole life, being a senior and going, getting to go to a lot of senior functions and things like that. So I feel for everybody, all of my classmates and everybody in the class of 2020. But the thing, like, I'm just taking this time to spend more time with my family because all of it, well, a lot of us are about to go off to college and we're about to start new journeys in our lives and things like that. So it's just a blessing to be able to have time to spend my family before I'm gone. And I just think about the positive and keep it like that. When, you know, back in January and February, when the pandemic was first kind of becoming something in the news, did it ever occur to you that, you know, in March, that your whole senior year would be almost shut down like this? Uh, no, sir. To be honest with you, I really didn't know that much about the pandemic because I was in the middle of basketball season and we were starting the playoffs and everything. Mm-hmm. So I really wasn't too focused on coronavirus or anything like that. But then as the time went on and around March, I started to see that it was getting really, really serious. I really wasn't expecting it to become this big, but it has become this big. How did they tell you at school? Did, did the, your principal, Mr. Gregory, did he have an announcement or did they do it by email? How, how did they tell you guys not to come back to class? So originally they sent out like a new, well, it was like a school newspaper, well, not a newspaper, but like a school memo or something. Right. They sent it like on a Friday, the week before we got out. And they were telling us that we were going to come back for three, like three days of that week. And then after that, we could get it. We could be excused and whatever. We don't have to come back to school until further decisions were made. But what actually happened, we went to school that Monday, and then things were getting progressively worse. So they decided that we didn't even have to come back those last two days, and that we could just go ahead and be out because they realized that things were a lot more serious. And so the, the first day that you didn't have classes, was that during spring break, or did you have to go you know, spend time on your, lap, on your computer at home that very first day with no classes at school? Um, I, I think that we were on spring break that next week. So, I mean, I, I can just imagine the, the the transition of, you know, one day you're sitting in a classroom and the next day you're sitting, you know, in your bedroom or your kitchen or whatever with your laptop trying to trying to, to do whatever you had to do for, for those classes and how weird that would be. Oh, yes, sir. <laughs> you mentioned basketball. So you've played for the Bulldogs for how many years? I played every year of high school. My first two years, I was on ninth grade in JV, and I played varsity during 11th to 12th grade year. Basketball at Anniston High has always been, at least I've been around here about 30 years, and it seems like Anniston High is always really good. How big of a deal is it at Anniston High School to be on the basketball, the boys' or the girls' basketball team? Is it? Are you kind of like rock stars there in the building? <laughs> yes, sir. Well, everybody knows that Anderson has like a big tradition with all sports, but especially basketball with all the great players we've had down the years. Right. So cool to just continue on the legacy of playing basketball and to also show like the kids around the school that you could be a scholar athlete and that sports isn't the only way out, but you can also have academics as well. Sure. I don't know how much you get to you pay attention to the local news, Taj, but you know earlier this year there was a small group of people um, who were trying to get the Golden Springs neighborhood, de- you know, removed from the city. One of their reasons they claimed was that they wanted to get away from Anniston schools. That they thought the schools were hurting the city's reputation. The newspaper that I worked for, we the editors wrote editorials saying that we thought that was a bad idea that the city shouldn't should not tear itself apart that way. Did the, the students at Anniston High School, the, the, the kids your age, were you guys aware of what was going on in the community and how you guys were involved, at least in these discussions? Well, I was aware of it. I 
I can't I can't speak for everybody in my school. I'm yeah. pretty sure they were aware of it a little bit, but I don't, I'm not sure if they like took that much stock in it. But I was pretty aware of it, and like I really didn't want it to happen because Anniston High School is a part of the city of Anniston, and it's been a part for many years. So like I didn't feel like there was any need to tear it apart right now. What, if you were able to sit down with some of those people who were criticizing the school and wanting to get away from it like that what would you say to them if you were if you had a chance to sit down and and chat with them well if i could sit down and chat with them i just want them to like come in and be able to meet the students at our school because if you don't get to meet the students at our school then you really don't know what they're like like anybody can make a false narrative anything like that about any of the school systems around here but until you're actually able to go in and meet the kids and see how much they want to learn and see where they come from, you don't understand their journey and you don't know them that well. I've had several conversations um, in the last year or two with um, your principal, Mr. Gregory, and with the new superintendent. You know, a lot of times we talk about the fact that, you know, Anniston is a very racially diverse city. It's about half and half, black to white. And yet there are, you know, very few white families in the city that use the public schools. It's kind of a similar question to the first one, Taj. The students at the school, you guys, I'm assuming you're aware of that. What's your opinion about that, and, and does that bother you? It's, it's a known fact that Anderson is like a very diverse, segregated, well, not segregated, but the right. school system is segregated. And it's just been like that for years, but I wouldn't, like, it doesn't bother us too much because at the end of the day, us as a student body and all of the staff and workers for the SNC school systems know we know what we stand for and we know the quality of education that we get so we just take what we have and we try to do the best with what we have and maybe one day they'll realize that there's nothing wrong with going to Anderson High School and that they can get just as good of an education as they would anywhere else. So what are the, these critics you know, you know and I don't want to make too much of it Taj but certainly there are critics what are they missing you know, you speak highly of the schools, and, and I agree with you. The, the people that I've spoken to that either teach in the schools or the administrators, the school board members, they have lots of great things to say about the schools. And th- they admit the fact that some things, just like any school, there, yeah. there are things you can do better. But they're very complimentary of it. What are these critics of Aniston schools missing, do you think? Well, the first thing is, it's like we have unfair expectations. Like, no matter what school you go to around the country, there's always going to be problems with any school, no matter how big or how small. Nothing's going to be perfect, and nobody's going to be perfect. So I feel like there's unfair expectations. If they're not putting stock in the kids, what do you expect them to do? Like, do you expect them to not get mad or to be not necessarily rebellious, but to be a little bit cautious of the people around the community if nobody wants to put stock in them. They just keep to themselves because everybody doesn't want to, like, it's hard to describe. But if there's not that much community support from the whole city, then the kids are going to be a little cautious of the rest of the city. So you're, are you aware or do you think that the city does, there are people in the city who, doesn't, who do not support the school system? Uh, yes, I'm very aware. Or do you think that's a common in the school system for, for the students to know that? Yes, everybody in the school system really knows. And, and I'll be honest with you, Taj, I think that's unfortunate. I mean, because it, it's, I agree with you that it's, it's Anniston City Schools, you know, the high school, the middle school, the elementaries, they're vital to the city's future. To, to have a situation where there are students who feel like the city doesn't support them adequately, I mean, I think that's, that's unfortunate. I, I, I would certainly love it to be, to, if we could get past that and, and make that not be the case, so... 
I commend you for saying that. Let me ask you about being valedictorian. Was that something, I mean, I was not valedictorian in my high school. I've got to be very honest with you. <laughs> and uh, was that something that was important to you? Was it a goal when you were younger or how did you look at that? Well, it's not necessarily a goal. Like, of course, it's a nice thing to have, but it's not something I was just striving for. The main thing is I was just trying to keep my grades up to get good scholarships and get a good ACT score to make it easier for my parents to pay for my college education. So that was the main goal, and being valedictorian was a byproduct, and I'm glad that I was able to do that to make my parents proud. You know, a few years ago, there was, um, and I forgot her name, but the Aniston's valedictorian gave a graduation speech that was incredible. I mean, it was one of the best speeches I've ever heard from someone of that age. And she really kind of, you know, gave it to us, if you will. You know, she was really pointing her finger at Aniston's residence and and trying to get us to understand how important the school is and how important it is to support the students. Have you thought much about your graduation speech? If if you were gonna, if you were able to have a, a regular ceremony to where you would get up in front of a microphone and address everybody, have you thought about that very much? Oh uh, yes, sir. I believe you're talking about Jakari Wilson because I was actually at that graduation. Oh, so you I, know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sir. I think she went, but she didn't go viral. But around the community, a lot of people were able to hear her great speech, and she really did talk about a lot of important topics. And I have thought about my graduation speech, and I want to do kind of the same thing. Not exactly the same thing, but I do want to emphasize that there's great things going on at Anderson High School, and I want to be able to motivate our kids to not let anyone tell you that there's not, and that you can always strive to be something. So my speech, I have a lot of motivation in it and things like that. Have you written your speech? No, sir. To be honest, I'm just officially informed that I was valedictorian yesterday, so I haven't. Okay. Do you have any idea if you will be able to give your speech? I mean, what has Mr. Gregory or said about if graduation is postponed? Will it be something you record and put on the on Facebook? I mean, have you guys had that sort of discussion? I think he yesterday he told me that they were planning. Well, that he basically assured that we would had a that we would have a graduation. Okay. And he said got to meet with like the team of committees and things like that. And he's got to make a proposal for them to accept it. So it's it's something in the works right now. We don't have all the details, but he's trying to get something in the works for us to have one. And I'm assuming you want to give that graduation speech. That that that's something that that you know that's important for you to do. Oh yes, sir. It's very important, and it's important for all of our students that have overcome so many obstacles and worked so hard for them to be able to walk across the stage and make all their families proud. That's the most important thing. Well, Taj, hey, I appreciate you joining our podcast today. This has been great. And I wish you all the uh, all the luck in the in the future. And I hope um, if I ever need orthopedic surgery <laughs> or something like that, maybe you'll be my surgeon one day. Yes, sir. Thanks. Thanks for listening to this episode of Star Talk, which is available wherever you normally get your podcasts, such as iTunes, Google Podcasts, and other locations. Make sure you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss another episode. In recent weeks, we featured newsmakers like the Reverend Dale Clem of Aniston First United Methodist Church and Don Killingsworth, acting president of Jacksonville State University. The Star thanks all of our newspaper subscribers. If you would like to subscribe, it's easy to do so. Just go to anistonstar.com slash subscribe. The Star can also be found on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Aniston Star. This is Philip Tudor of The Star. I'll be back with another episode soon.